Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm sharing a special second part to a trip I made to Cambodia two months ago. Last time I shared an interview with Wani Chan, and I hope that it offered a glimpse into his heart for all of you who are listening. Today I'd like to share a Bible study that happened during that trip. Consider this an episode into my heart. As a preacher, there are times when you are prepared for one scenario and another presents itself. You have to roll with it because you're the one who arrived to share the good news with someone. In the study that you're about to hear, I had been told that we were going to study with people who already knew who Jesus was, who were already familiar with the Bible, and so I had prepared a study to encourage and challenge them to consider the truths of the Bible. But upon arrival, I was notified that these were not coming, and instead there was between 10 and 20 from the local community who had gathered under Brother Lim Hang's roof. He's the local Christian who had invited people. None of these were Christians or, or even familiar with the Christian worldview, and so the message that I had prepared would not have been helpful for them. And so in a moment, I had to change plans and share the gospel with people who had no concept of why the gospel mattered. The following is the Bible study that I shared. A final word before we jump into the study. Brother Wani Chan translated for me, and in order to keep this episode timely, I chose to let you listen to about one minute of an unedited version, followed by the rest of the Bible study where I edited out his translations so that the message will flow in English more easily. So you'll get a taste of it, and then we'll jump into an English-only study. In doing so, uh, you may hear some jumps in the audio. Also, I wasn't sure back then what I was going to do with this recording, so I just put my phone on a table that was in front of us. And you may need to turn up the volume and be prepared for the noise of chickens, playing children, and passing cars from time to time. So without further ado, let's look at a comparison of the Buddha and the Christ. Thank you for uh, coming to listen to a Bible lesson. You know, a question that I ask, uh, maybe I would ask if I lived here was, you know, why, why should I care about Jesus? I already have uh, someone who I respect and revere. I have the Buddha. Why, why should I listen about Jesus? I uh, I one time I remember talking to a Cambodian friend and, and they said, you know what, Jesus is the white God for white people and Buddha is the brown God for brown people and that's just the way it is. I but if you talk to a, um, a priest or a monk from the Buddhist faith, they would tell you that, that Buddhism is more than just for people with brown skin, it's for anyone. So uh, I don't serve him because uh, I have the same skin color. I don't serve him because he's my same culture. He came from the Middle East. I live in the West. Jesus did not speak English. He doesn't even speak my language. When I moved to Cambodia, I, I decided I wanted to read the, the scriptures in the Buddhist faith. So I got some copies of the, the different Buddhist scriptures. 
and I read them so that I could learn about the faith of the Cambodian people. So I want to share some of the connections between the Buddha and Jesus, but then I want to offer a, a, a difference. I'm sure you know this, but uh, the Buddha was born as a prince. He was very wealthy and he had a great life, but then he abandoned that life to live as a poor monk finding the truth. Well, Jesus uh, in, in the Bible comes from heaven. It's the richest kingdom of all. It's the most powerful kingdom of all. And yet he would leave that to become a human and live on the earth. Can we read Luke chapter 2 verses 4 through 7 to show Jesus being born. He was born to poor parents. He was born uh, without even a place to stay. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is in Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the day was completed for her to be delivered. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and lay him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. So Jesus was, he left the kingdom of heaven, his spirit came down and dwelled, uh, first in the, as the baby being born in a, to a poor family, in the same way that, you know, the, the Buddha, when he was, I don't know if we can say his name in your language, but as uh, Gautama leaving his rich kingdom to live a poor life as a monk. Now you probably know this, but the Buddha, uh, when he began to meditate, only ate one grain of rice a day for a very long time because he thought he had to deny himself. Uh, Jesus, in Matthew chapter 4, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights to begin his ministry. Let's read that in uh, Matthew cha chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Uh, just one and two? Yeah, just one and two, just to show that he fasted 40 days and nights. Uh, you probably already know this, but the, the Buddha called disciples to him and he would teach people about his uh, understanding. These disciples would follow the Buddha around and he taught them his ways. In that same chapter, Matthew 4, Jesus called 12 disciples and he, they followed him and learned his way. We could compare their whole life. Let's look at the very end. The Buddha ate some poisonous food. It caused him to have pain and he was able to teach his disciples one last time and then he died. Jesus was betrayed by a disciple. He was given over to the government and they executed him. But something different happened between their stories. The Buddha, according to the scriptures, the Buddha would, would uh, move on to a different place and not return to this earth. But Jesus, after three days, would resurrect and come back from the grave. I don't know when to read. I want to read Matthew 28, just verses. Let's, man, this is, let's, let's make this count. Let's read verse 1 through 10. Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered to the woman and said, 
Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who is crucified. He's not here. He's risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I've told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice! So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. So Jesus came back from the dead. When I read that, and when I compared it with the Buddha's teaching, I see a big difference. Now, the Buddha's main message, when I read it, I read 12 different authors on the Buddha. And the, the scriptures for the Buddha's faith now, you can tell me if I'm wrong, because you know, I don't want to just say the wrong thing. But the scriptures that the Buddha taught said, you go, you find truth in yourself. I can't do it for you. You are the one who can save you. And so the Buddha taught, no one can save you but you. That's the big difference between the Buddhist faith and the Christian. They have a lot of similar things, but ultimately, we must choose to believe we can save ourselves, or we can believe that Jesus can save. Give me a minute just to explain that. Look at John chapter 14. Jesus was explaining to his, his disciples he had to die. And then he would go to heaven to prepare a place for them after he resurrected and then ascended. I want you to listen to his words. Let's read verse 1 through 6. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. And where I go, you know, the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Buddha teaches that you save yourself, but Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. So I decided to stay, to, to stay as a Christian and not change my faith to a Buddhist when I finished my comparative study. And I want to... And, I want to encourage anyone to consider this idea as well. You know, the Buddha taught that there was five precepts that we all must keep. You're not supposed to steal. Have you ever stolen? You might think, oh, I've never, you know, I've never robbed a bank. But did you ever take a piece of fruit from somebody else's tree? The, the Buddha says we're not supposed to kill. And you think, oof, I haven't killed anyone. You ever killed a mosquito? We all break the law. Nobody can save themselves because they break the law. That's the, that's the comparison. You have the, the way to save yourself, but no one can do it. And you have the way that Jesus saves, and he wants everyone to do it. So Jesus is not a, a God for white people. He is for everyone. He is for you. And if you are struggling in your heart thinking, you know what, I, I can't save myself. I can't be perfect. The good news is Jesus has done the hard work, and if you put your faith in him, you become a Christian, you obey the Bible, then you can have that peace of knowing you're saved. I want to finish with Romans chapter 3, verse 23 and 24. 
because it shows everybody's broken a law, everybody's sinned, and everybody can be saved, whether you have brown skin or white skin, whether you speak English or whether you speak Khmer, anyone can be saved through Jesus. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Now you want to know more about it? Talk to this man right here. He is a faithful Christian. He will help you understand the difference between trying to save yourself and being saved by faith. I hope this presentation was interesting for you. The time that we lived in Cambodia was a challenge to share the gospel with those who didn't necessarily want to hear it or understood why it mattered. Comparing the Christ to the Buddha is one way that a Christian can try to open the door into a Buddhist heart. Despite what many Westerners might believe, the similarities between the Buddha and the Christ are superficial, and the heart of their teaching is fundamentally different. Do you want to know more about it? You can contact me at pureandsimplebible at gmail.com. Also, check out the website pureandsimplebible.com where you can find free, high-quality resources for your use absolutely free. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Edwards. Always remember, God loves you very much, and I do too. Lord willing, see you next week. Well, I'm here to tell you a story, a story that is true, about a judge by the name of Gideon. He was a man like me and you.